Do you want to become a better songwriter? Well, we created a very simple 10 minute songwriter personality test, and it's going to help you better understand who you are as a writer. And it's going to help you in the writer's room when you're writing with other writers, because you're going to be able to identify what kind of writer they are. Maybe even have them take the songwriter personality test. If you're curious and you want to take the songwriter personality test today, just visit songwriterpersonalitytest.com or go to the link on the writingworship.co website. Brave Worship episode 68. Is this 68? <laughs> this is the Brave Podcast, awakening dreams, purpose, and songs. Brave exists to encourage, resource, and connect brave women around the world for the glory of God. Here we are again. Yeah. Uh, I'm here again with Dina Porterfield, who is on our leadership team for Brave Worship. And part of what we want to do heading into this year is just get our leaders on here and introduce them to you guys so you see kind of the hearts behind what's happening online. So I know a lot of people are seeing a lot of things fly by online and they're not completely grasping what's going on and who's doing what. Um, And there's some beautiful things going on we don't want you to miss. So that's right. We've got Dina on again today. She was on with us on the previous podcast where we talked about vision. And today, what are we going to be talking about, Dina? We are going to be talking a little bit about Brave Worship Coffees and a little bit about our special trip we just got back from in September, Ireland. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about both of those things. Yes, me too. Um, So yeah, Ireland is the other thing we're going to start talking about and bringing people on and starting with this podcast. Really, we're going to start sharing stories about what happened and what God did. Um, But first, from the non-coffee drinker. (laughs) I know, it's so true. We need to hear about the coffees. So tell us all the details. Oh, the coffees. I have absolutely loved how the Lord can take something so simple and make something really great out of it. Mm -hmm. And that's what the coffees feel like for me. And it was kind of birthed out of a need, if uh-huh. you think of it. Um, a space we were meeting was no longer going to be available. And you and I racked our brain trying to find where can we meet that's in our price range. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, really coming up short. Yeah. So through those conversations, we realized, let's just have coffee. Right. We can meet in any coffee house mm-hmm. and um, have these conversations about everything we're wanting to talk about that would be within the brave community. Uh, let's see what happens. And that's how it was birthed. So we meet monthly, mm-hmm. not only here in Nashville, but all over. And I mean, all over. That's been the crazy surprising part because really um, we knew the Lord was telling us to focus, you know, smaller mm-hmm. really like we talked about. And, um, and yeah, that's what was available to us for free. That was the free meeting space in our area. Yes. Um, we met at Whole Foods. That's right. They have a community room, and it's so gracious of them to allow us to meet there. Absolutely. Um, so that worked great. But then you started getting phone calls I from did. other people, right? Left and right. Started getting phone calls, and some of them happened after our trip to Ireland, of course, uh-huh. as we get to meet people from all over the country. And kind of like us, they were thinking, I want this for my area. What can I do to be a part of this? How can I make something as simple as having a cup of coffee, 
a ministry. Yeah. And that is when we realized, okay, we've found something here. This is scratching an itch. <laughs> so let's see what we can do about that. And um, so we just started coming up with a different format. Um, I love how each location, we're all unified by... Um, Drawn a blank. The devotion. Thank you. A devotion yeah. that you do each month at the beginning of the month so we can have, no matter what time of the month, the coffees are taking place around the U.S. and soon to be outside the U.S. And um, just have that unifying spirit and all of the conversations that jump off of that. And then we bring it back around to mm-hmm. meeting some needs through all the music questions that we have. Yeah. So if someone wanted to attend a coffee... Um, how would they find out about which ones are going going on and if there was one in their area? And also, how would they need to prepare? Because we get those questions a That's lot. a great question. Um, I think, first of all, the best way to get plugged in is go to the website, braveworship.com. That is the quickest way to find out everything that's going on across the board, mm-hmm. whether it's the coffee or any other area and the future of the calendar, all that has taken place within Brave. And from there, I would encourage them to go to Facebook. Mm-hmm. And if you go to Brave Worship Community page, mm-hmm. you'll see an events column. Um, of course, I'm talking about the events column. If I'm looking at the computer, I realize it's going to be a little different if it's on your phone. But look at the events, and you will see all the coffees that are going on right now, which we have coffees going on in here in Nashville, Ohio, Colorado, Texas, Washington, D.C., with more cities to come early 2020 that we're really excited about. So you can watch and see if there's any cities near you mm-hmm. and you will see contact. You can find out all the members that are on there and easily send a question and we will get you lined up with the right person for your area. And if you're interested in yourself, um, we can um, send you processes to find out for you to find out what all is required. If you want to go ahead and start facilitating one in your area, mm. which is a great way to not have to worry if you don't have something near you, you bring it to you. Yeah. And we'll help you try to figure that out. And um, and you provide training. Um, you guys do online calls, right? Once a month calls with all the pe- all the leaders that are doing the coffees. Yes. Feedback, bouncing ideas back and forth, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't been able to do once a month quite yet, but mm-hmm. we have been able to get on a couple times. This is new. Right. And still trying to get established and try to get a rhythm going, mm-hmm. but readily available to answer questions through text and through email, mm-hmm. through phone calls, and make sure that you can get in touch with the correct person and the, the correct department if you have further questions regarding getting your brave coffee going in your town. Yeah. So, what are some of the very basics if somebody wanted to host one? What are some of the basic um, qualifications? Well, it's really important to us that the person has gone through the mentorship. Mm -hmm. And that might sound like, well, geez, why do I have to go through the mentorship? The mentorship to me is very foundational. If we are going to be female focused Mm -hmm. and we're trying to wake up these dreams in other individuals, we're going to start by helping make sure that you're in the right page for writing. Mm -hmm. And that's the right heart. And that's what I really love about the mentorship and the book that you're going to, that you're going to have coming out. And that is that it's not just having all the technicalities worked out and knowing what is involved in writing a good song, but it's also having the heart behind it. Mm. You know, 
How do you view your co-writer? How are you conversing? Where mm-hmm. is What is your walk like with the Lord at that moment? So I think that's great foundation to know that we're on the same page and how we write through your unique personality. It might look mm-hmm. different, mm-hmm. but there is still a foundation that's laid there. So it's really important that they have gone through the mentorship mm-hmm. and and need to be a part of Brave for a while. Some of these might be tweaked a little bit in the near future, but mm-hmm. as of right now, you need to be part of the Brave community for at least six months. Mm-hmm. And um, be willing to have at least three or four people in your area that you know are going to be willing mm-hmm. to come so you can get the ball rolling. Because it's really your department. We're going to kind of help assist, mm-hmm. but it would be your baby, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But I don't want anybody to be afraid of that either and think, geez, this is too complicated. I don't want to get involved and have this, this, and this to do. It's not that complicated. Mm -hmm. It really isn't. It's just being available. Show up. We're going to discuss things like the devotion Mm -hmm. that comes out at the beginning of the month. We're going to have some fun time. We're going to get to know you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've loved that. I love all the ice-breaking games we're able to just incorporate, especially with the newbies that come mm-hmm. to town. And they don't know a soul. Right. Trying to let them know, we're glad you're here. We want you to feel welcome. Mm-hmm. And then from there, creating conversation around the song. Yeah. And whatever else is going on in life. Because to me, one of the big pictures that I see from the Brave is – if we can create this sense of community in a small area where people feel safe mm-hmm. and and friendships are being formed, as more opportunities come along, they're going to be ready. So let's say we have a large Brave event. We're going to have a big worship night or a larger writing day. Maybe they're going to be more apt to participate because they're going to think, I'm not afraid to go try that. I know so. Mm-hmm. So and I know this person and I've been a part of the coffee. So creating a sense of family mm-hmm. and community. So good. Mm -hmm. So what are the components of the coffee? If somebody comes, what would they expect to experience when they walk in the door? What happens next? I can speak from our coffee right here in Nashville. Uh What we do is come in the door, whether I know you or not, hopefully you're going to be welcomed and feel welcomed. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to take some time just to get to know you Mm -hmm. and get to know what makes you tick. Find out, are you a writer? Are you more uh, in leadership in your church? Are you just learning about writing? Are you new in the area? Mm-hmm. What's been your experience with music so far? It's funny to me how everybody's experience is quite different. Some people come in really positive and they're excited because they've had a really good experience and some haven't. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important that we listen, kind of address those needs. And um, from that, we usually will have some icebreaking games just to kind of lighten the air a little bit, make everybody feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And then we'll go into the devotion. And if they've not seen it, really always encourage and each time just try to watch the devotion before coming in. But even if they haven't, Mm -hmm. we've got great questions that can come from that, that whether you've had a chance to see the devotion or not, that everybody can reply to. Mm -hmm. And there, from there, the questions just seem to start rolling as we go around the table. Mm-hmm. Just conversation. We're just wanting people to feel like they're part of the community because mm-hmm. we want them to come back. Right. We want to get to know one another. Writing is fantastic. Ministry is fantastic. But none of it means anything if we don't have the people. Yeah. So people first. People first. Yeah. I love that. So they experience, they'll, they'll get to know other people and you help introduce them and they become known, right? They become known and become part of a community yeah. as they begin to gather. And then from there, you know, they'll be able to plug in in other ways and brave. 
probably with some of these people. So when we do writer's days or other events, um, it'd be fun to do road trips together with your tribe to come to these events and gather together. Here and that's Nashville. what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. I've talked with some of them in the uh, locations like out in Texas and, <clears throat> excuse me, how they were saying, you know, the next time we have a big event, we might get a bunch of us that are just going to come on that way and participate. Yeah. How great is that? It's amazing. Where that might not have happened before because some of these people didn't even know each other before. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it's meeting a need. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So we're adding several. We, you named the ones that we have but we're adding several next year. Yeah. How many do you think total do you think you're adding next year? Is it well, over five? One, two. Yeah, okay. it is. I think we're up to about six right now locations, two outside of the U.S. Okay. One in Manchester, England, and one up in Canada. Uh-huh. And um, we are really excited about being able to just continue to watch it expand and see how the Lord uses there again. I know I've said it before, but... Something as simple as gathering on a cup of coffee, which I don't even drink, but I do have tea. You do have tea. So you can have teas with the coffees. That's if you right. don't like coffee, still come. That's right. Yeah. And every um, different tribe has different meeting days, different times, right? Yes. So just check on, like you said, on the events on the Facebook group or in the newsletter, if you sign up for that newsletter yes, on braveworship.com, you'll get all the information sent to your email. So Absolutely. However you like to receive information, hopefully we'll be reaching you that yes. way. And hopefully we're, we're going to try to reiterate that with all the different social media aspects that we have. I know Instagram and Facebook and the newsletter and the website. Um, just encourage people when you see it. If you're like me, if you don't write it down, then right. it probably won't get written down. Yeah, write it so, down. Yeah, yes. So if you see something that looks interesting, go ahead and pop it in your phone right then. Yeah. Good so you idea. Don't Especially creative people, right, Dina? Yes. It's like herding cats sometimes. <laughs> We're all over the place. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for all you're doing with Brave Coffees. Yeah, I'm excited and, um, about it. I'm just so thankful for how God is growing us that way, and it's been such a surprise. Um, totally didn't see it coming, did No. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Never did. But it's been, it's it's a surprise, but at the same time, it's kind of one of those things you think, oh, we should have thought of that, but we, we actually didn't. <laughs> we didn't. It <laughs> we took were a just, lot of hard knocks to figure that yeah, one out. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Well, we're thankful. Very thankful. thankful and hopefully that will be landed. something to continue. Um, I know we mentioned on another podcast, it's been trial and error. Right. And um, we're excited when we see something work and we're hoping as these friendships will continue to to grow as the mentorships continue to grow Mm -hmm. that we're going to all grow not only numerically but spiritually Mm -hmm. and meeting a need so that's where the heart is right now yeah trying to meet some needs Mm -hmm. that's awesome Mm -hmm. well you were a part of our ireland trip yes and our scotland trip before that yes we've done both of those (laughs) (laughs) well that's australia oh Um, sorry you're close (laughs) but I wanted to hear a little bit from you about that trip. And Eric Aww. was calling this podcast Irish Coffee. So. Irish Coffee. Yeah. Wink, wink. Yes. So, um, what's on your heart to share about your trip? What did you experience and what, got, what did God do in your life through this trip? Well, let me just say if you've not had a chance to go visit anywhere in the UK, you should. Mm. It's 
rich in history and culture and love and kindness. And there's just so much to experience. So going to Ireland was like drinking water from a water hose. <laughs> oh, it's a lot at you all at once. Yeah. We saw so many beautiful places. Mm-hmm. And so to experience the culture and experience the beauty daily, we were somewhere different, you know, taking it all in was overwhelming in the best way possible. Um, and there's something special about getting away. Mm. I think it's really important that we all take time to get away. Now, you don't have to go as far as Ireland to uh-huh. get away. It could be just getting away in your backyard. Mm-hmm. But you need to take time to be still and be quiet. And that's what Ireland was for me. Mm. And the Lord used it to really teach me some things about myself. Mm-hmm. I got sick a few years ago, was diagnosed with Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. And it was hard. And it didn't happen all at once. Things got worse before they got better. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to say they're much better. Mm. But it's been a process through physically being sick and mentally messing with my head a little bit. If mm-hmm. you, for no other better way to say it, it's just hard. When you don't feel well physically, mm-hmm. it affects everything. Yeah. And so um, I saw just where I became a little bit more timid, stepped back in some areas. And sometimes it was just because I couldn't. Physically, because I just didn't feel well. Mm-hmm. So even though I was coming out of that, there's still some sore spots, so to speak, of areas where I still am growing. Mm-hmm. And something I've learned over the years is if you feel a certain way, don't just take that as that's reality. That's what it is. Start asking why. Mm-hmm. Well, I had some why questions on this trip. Mm-hmm. And I think one reason they came up is because I was able to get away and be still, and be quiet, and get focused. Even though it was a busy pace, you can rest in the busyness. So um, it was toward the end of the trip when we went back to Dublin when we were actually going to be doing the teaching, being with the local people. Mm -hmm. There were a few instances when we all came together in the teaching, and there were certain people on the trip that every time I saw them, I found myself getting upset. Hmm. I thought, what in the world is this? And I would just kind of brush it off. And one day it was really heavy on me. I would see these individuals and I felt even anger. And then I thought, is it anger I'm feeling? And the only place I could get away and be by myself was the bathroom because there's right. so many of us, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I would go mm-hmm. in that bathroom stall and I would just start talking to the Lord. And I thought, I don't understand this. Am I angry? Am I jealous? Am I hurting? You know, am I feeling left out? What is it? And I just didn't really sense the Lord show me any direction, but I just push forward Hmm. and think it's just going to pass. It'll pass. Well, then it happened again the next day, and I would just feel this, Hmm. and I thought, I have got to figure this out. And I remember thinking, why? Keep asking why. And um, so I went back to the same bathroom. Mm -hmm. I'm in that stall again. I'm talking to the Lord. Lord, what is going on? Am I angry? Am I jealous? These same questions again. What is it? Mm. And I sense the Lord saying, no, it's not them. It's what they represent. And I remember thinking, what does that mean? Mm. And the Lord began taking me through my memory of the last few years of being sick. Mm. And I felt like I had been robbed of a lot of things that used to come very easily to me. And it wasn't anymore. It was hard. There were some areas of difficulty with... um, within the music. I won't go into all the details. Mm -hmm. 
And I think what I was seeing was I saw these traits. They did have this Mm -hmm. in these individuals. Mm -hmm. And there's a part of me that was hurting because I felt like it was taken from me. But I didn't know how to verbalize that. And so a following day after that, we were having lunch. We had some free time. And I was eating with one of the friends. And I wasn't mentioning names or anything. But I was kind of telling her this experience I'm having. And she looked at me. It's just how I'm looking at you right now. And just said, you're mourning. (laughs) You've come kind of full circle. And you're mourning a loss. And it's okay. (laughs) And I could not hold back the tears. I just sat there and cried. And I couldn't stop crying. But it was a good cry. Because I realized... She was right. Mm-hmm. And um, the beautiful thing about it is because I continue to ask the questions, the Lord began to show me, it's okay. You actually love these women. And I do. I care so much for them. And I wasn't mad at them. They were just kind of an image to represent the pain that mm-hmm. I had experienced, that I had gone through from being sick. But I also realized I was allowing sickness to, to identify me. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. not who I am. I am a child of the King. And God has a plan and purpose through the good and through the bad. And so he was using all this to mold me. And um, so I needed to experience that sadness. Mm-hmm. It was good when I came to realize that. And it was a turning point for me, too, because I also realized I don't have to be timid. And I don't have to sit and say, I can't do this because, and then you fill in the blank. I realized I've got ability and I've got capability. And so I felt as if the Lord was just saying, you needed to see that. Mm-hmm. Now, now keep moving forward. Just step mm-hmm. forward. No matter what's happening, just start walking. And I don't think any of that would have happened had I not gone on the trip. Mm-hmm. And so Ireland represents something really special to me. It represented healing. learning, yeah. healing, mm-hmm. getting away, being focused, not running. Right. It's easy to avoid it. And when I'm home, I'm pretty busy. Yeah. I couldn't avoid it there. Hmm. It was square right in the eyes. And it's beautiful how like sometimes part of that physical healing is the emotional component. Absolutely. So and and also you want those things, like you said, you want those things to bubble up because then you can deal with it. If you don't know it's there and you're pressing it down or you're just like you said, so busy that you can't recognize it within your own heart. You can't heal. There's a part of you that's continuing to walk around broken, and you don't even know it sometimes. Absolutely. And I also think it's easy to mislabel. Had I continued to push yeah. that off and dealt with this uh, stirring, anger, jealousy, whatever it was I was feeling, mm-hmm. could make you cynical. Yeah. Or, and it can make you start coming up with these ideas that aren't even real. Right. So I think it's really important that we're always real with the Lord and we make time just to be still and quiet. And even if it's hard, and yeah. it was hard. Yes. I hated feeling that way. I just wanted to run. But wh- mm. how do you run when it's in you? <laughs> you, can't you can't run from run. yourself. <laughs> you can't run. So um, definitely, I'm so thankful that God was patient with me and showed, mm. showed me that, that he's shown me his patience and his love and that he cares and he does have a plan, even when I feel like, I might yeah. be on a shelf. I'm and not on that shelf. it's a safe community where you can say to somebody, here's how I'm feeling. And I, it's, you know, it's not always, you don't get to always pick how you're feeling, you right. know, like you, you might not want to be feeling these things, but it's the truth of how mm-hmm. you're feeling and how carefully that friend helped you to unpack. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a safe place for you to be able to do that. She I has, love that. She was so dear and how she looked at me and said very few words, but she, 
she nailed it. It was kind of an aha moment. Wow. So I'm beautiful. really grateful. So That's awesome. it's funny when you think about what all come came from Ireland. Mm-hmm. That's probably not what you would think would be the top of the right. list, but that is the top of my list of wow. what I took away from Ireland. Well, and it's beautiful. Everybody takes a different something, mm-hmm. you know, and that's absolutely that's the beauty of community and um, seeing through another person's eyes. Yes, what it meant to them and how it changed them. So praise God for how He helped bring healing to you, Dina. Thanks. That's amazing. I'm grateful. I have a grateful heart. Yeah. Well, do you have one more Uncle Fuzzy story for us before we go? <laughs> <laughs> yes let's okay, see let's hear um, it okay so my uncle fuzzy had a brother named chick uncle chick yes that's confusing uncle fuzzy uncle chick and chick was married to gene chicken gene were they all describing chickens like when they had kids <laughs> i don't know fuzzy and chick i don't know that's a really good question did they have any other siblings you know, I think there was another one, but I don't know him because this was my uncle. My uncle Fuzzy's my uncle by marriage. Okay. So this was his brother. Okay. But lived in our community for a while. Mm-hmm. Fascinating family. And I grew up in a rural area in Western Kentucky. And I mean rural. And um, like one time when I used to travel and sing the, with this group I was in, and we were kind of singing not too far from that area. Mm-hmm. And someone raised their hand that they knew where Lamasco, Kentucky was. And I and I said, you know where Lamasco is? And they said, yes. And I said, I lived in the Yellow House. And I, I thought how funny that must have sounded to say the Yellow House. It wasn't a yellow. It was the Yellow House. It was the only one. Yeah. Because there were just a few little houses in the community. But Chick and Jean lived down the hill from my Uncle Fuzzy and my Aunt Norma. And I loved to go to their house because... Chick was actually a really good guitar player. He played in a bluegrass band and he played an electric guitar. But I've never seen anything like this. I didn't know this could happen to a guitar, but there was some kind of a short on one of the strings. So he would be playing and singing and he'd be, you take a K and an E and ow, ow, And he'd just start yelping because every time he struck that string it would shock him but he continued (laughs) to play and he just kept singing right through it and playing didn't seem to stop him and Jean would be over there clapping and you know singing along and I watched her she was entertaining bless her heart I just didn't realize she she really liked the bottle a little bit (laughs) and we lived in a dry county so um she'd want my uncle to take her to the next town which was Gracie and she would say fuzzy that's her kind of licking her lips together. Time to take me to Gracie. And I don't care how you drive, just keep it between the ditches. <laughs> and Chick would go right back to playing that guitar with a short in it. And we're over there dancing and singing and learning these bluegrass songs wow. and having a big time. And that was normal life for me. I thought everybody <laughs> lived that way, Chrissy. Oh, wow. Those are One day movies. you need to write a book called Dina's Normal Life. <laughs> Put all that stuff in there. Anything but normal, right? Yes. Those are fun memories. Though. That's fun hilarious. Memories. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us again, Dina, and Unhappy, for all yeah. you do to head up Brave Coffees. And mm-hmm. um, if people want to contact you again for Brave Coffees, yes. they can reach out to you through braveworship.com, right? That is correct. That's the best reach, way. Best way, reach okay. out through braveworship.com or even individually. If they just want to reach out to me through Facebook, they can look for me under Dina Fox Porterfield. Dean Na. Dean Na. Looks like Deanna. Yes. That's right. D-E-A-N-N-A. Don't know why. Well, 
I kind of do know why, but um, it <laughs> yeah. does look like Deanna. But it's not. It's but Dina. It's not. That's it's Dina. Right. So reach out to her if you're interested in finding out more about um, hosting a brave coffee. And I'm so excited to see what God does this year, Dina. Me too, um, Chrissy. We'll see what happens. And um, I'm sure next year we'll have another fun podcast about what he did through the mm, year. Doesn't so, that sound fun? It'll be fun to listen to those back to back. I love that. So thanks for well, having me. Yeah, thank you for joining us. If you want to hear more about Brave Worship, listen to our podcast. You can find us here on the podcast app or on iTunes. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at Brave Worship page or Brave Worship Community Group, braveworship.com. And our Instagram is Brave Worship. Yes. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Brave Podcast, awakening dreams, purpose, and songs. You can visit braveworship.com to learn more about how you can join one of the upcoming Brave Coffees in your local area. We'd love to connect with you on Instagram at Brave Worship and on Facebook at Brave Worship page. We'd also love for you to join us at our next songwriting event or missions trip And you can stay up to date on all of those things and the latest happenings when you sign up for our newsletter at braveworship.com. The times I've grown most as a songwriter are the times I've had mentors showing me the way. If you're looking to grow as a songwriter, we're now accepting applications for our Worship Songwriter Mentorship. Now, it's available only a few times each year. The Worship Songwriter Mentorship is a songwriting intensive that will help you craft impactful worship songs. It's a course created by Dove Award-winning and Grammy-nominated, drumroll here please, (laughs) our founder, pro songwriter Chrissy Nordoff. It's a small group community, and it's led by other songwriters over the course of nine weeks. It's an intensive course and a small group co-writing environment, and that means you'll be added to a special group of about 12 writers, give or take. Each group is led by experienced songwriters, some of them my dear, dear friends, and I've even gotten to lead a group or two. Rachel here, by the way. We love the church, and we love to champion fellow worship songwriters just like yourself. In this mentorship, you'll learn how to write songs for you and your congregation. You'll go deeper in your intimacy with Jesus, You'll get the tools needed to help craft songs more easily and never run out of creative ideas. Okay, I know it sounds too good to be true, but trust me, this course is a game changer. You'll learn how to leverage your unique songwriting personality and connect with other like-minded writers in a meaningful way. Truly, I can't think of another course, group of people, community that has impacted my songwriting the way that this mentorship has. If you're wanting to take the next steps in your songwriting journey, then apply now at the link in our show notes. We hope to see you there.